Hey, this is your host Andres, and I welcome you to Where You Listening? An exploration of blackness in the songs we love. Today, we'll be listening to Elogio a Nieves Fresneda, Eulogy to Nieves Fresneda, composed by Gregorio El Goyo Hernández and performed here by El Goyo and Clave Yoruba. I want to start by thanking two incredible sources of knowledge who helped me with the construction of this episode, Marisol Blanco and Alfredo Ofarril Pacheco, Marisol's main teacher, who she helped us contact. Due to difficulties in communication with the island, Alfredo provided us with his knowledge via WhatsApp. You already know Marisol from our previous episode AfroCuba and from our single Palo Yaya, where we provided our interview with her in Spanish. Definitely check those out and practice your Espanol. Alfredo Farril Pacheco is a renowned Afro-Cuban dancer and teacher. Alfredo is the first dancer of the distinguished Conjunto Folclorico Nacional de Cuba, the National Folkloric Ensemble, and is currently the head of the Department of Folkloric Dance in the prestigious Instituto Superior de Artes, Superior Institute of the Arts in Havana. Alfredo's teachers include both Nieves Fresneda and El Goyo Hernández. Let's start with the composer. Gregorio El Goyo Hernández was an Afro-Cuban singer, composer, and dancer born in 1936 in the Pinar del Rio province in Cuba. Still a child, he moved with his family to a neighborhood in the outskirts of Havana. His father was an ambulance vendor who introduced Gregorio to pregones, the calls used by street vendors to catch one's attention. As you all know salsa lovers out there, pregones are glorified in many many salsa songs such as El Manicero or El Yerberito Moderno. Since very early on, El Goyo submerged himself in the world of folkloric traditions. He will eventually sing his own pregones and learn how to do everything related to rumba, singing, dancing and playing. Both El Goyo Hernández and Nieves Fresneda were founding members of Cuba's National Folkloric Ensemble, founded in 1962. Initially, El Goyo was picked as a dancer for the ensemble, even though his main interest was to be a singer. He was a member of the ensemble for 25 years, where he was recognized as a specialist in rumba and abacua. El Goyo, who passed in 2012, is considered one of the greatest rumberos to have ever existed. And it is precisely a rumba that he composed for Nieves Fresneda. Let's listen. Among the styles which form the rumba complex, El Goyo chose a guaguancó rhythm for his eulogy to Nieves Fresneda. Before we dive into the lyrics, let's hear Marisol Blanco's explanation of the rumba complex in the voice of our host, Melissa Villores. 
La rumba was a form of expression outside of any religious context used by black people of humble means to entertain and amuse their souls. It is a genre of collective dance with individual couples which comprises of three styles, yambu, guaguanco, and columbia. In yambu, the main role is played by the woman. She stands out due to her smoothness, cadence, elegance, and grace when dancing. She employs a subtle method of seduction in her harmonious dancing. Yambu is denoted Rumba's romance, where the man proposes instead of imposing himself. In Guaguanco, the dance becomes more aggressive. The man tries to possess symbolically the woman through the vacunao gesture. This literally means injecting the vaccine, and this figuratively means sticking it in. The woman is always trying to protect herself and evade the man as the vacunao gesture occurs in a very rapid and unexpected fashion, which means conquest and fecundity. Finally, Colombia dance describes that perfect combination that constitutes the essence of the Cuban man, his fierce and innovative spirituality, his elegance, machismo, all of that embedded in dance force and intensity. Colombia dance is of competitive nature and is danced mostly by men. Nowadays, women can dance it, but it represents a challenge to us because we would be leaving our feminine essence aside to imitate the masculine pride and virility. It is very important to highlight that these three musical and dance styles have strong differences in both rhythm and dance technique. El Goyo Sengs. Hoy está crecido el mar. No es que la marea suba por un hecho natural. Es que llora Yemayá. Llora por nieves fresneda que ya no le bailará más. The sea is swollen today. But this high tide is not due to a natural phenomenon. The tide is high because Yemayá is crying. She's crying for Nieves Fresneda who will no longer dance for her. Nieves Fresneda was an extremely talented Afro-Cuban artist born in Havana in 1900. She's recognized today only for her remarkable skills as a dancer, singer, choreographer, and teacher of Afro-Cuban folkloric dances. However, during most of her life, all the way into her 60s, she held various labor-intensive day jobs, including being a laundress, in order to make a living and sustain her children. This was happening even after becoming a professional artist. Nieves started her professional career in the arts in her 60s. 
This was made possible due to the institutionalization of Afro-Cuban folklore following the triumph of the revolution in 1959. Regarding her career, Alfredo Ferri Pacheco draws a clear distinction between the periods before and after 1959. Although he makes clear that Nieves was already a known figure by the time she became a professional artist. Alfredo told us that, I quote, in the old days, as a consequence of the great class division that existed in Cuba before the revolution, in order to enjoy and celebrate their music, black people created ensembles called generically Coros y Claves de Guaguanco. Nieves sung and danced for the most famous one, the ensemble of Ignacio Piñeiro called Los Roncos. After 1959, Alfredo continues, she became one of the official sources of knowledge of the National Folkloric Ensemble due to her deep knowledge of Afro-Cuban folklore. Alfredo also told us, I quote, Nieves is considered the best Yemaya interpreter that Cuba has ever seen. He also mentioned that, I quote again, she was a loyal collaborator of dancer, choreographer, and researcher Ramiro Guerra, who founded modern dance in Cuba. Ramiro's 1962 production, Historia de un Ballet, Story of a Ballet, captures Nieves singing and dancing in a two-minute mesmerizing sequence that you can find in YouTube. Check the sources of this episode for a link to that video. Alfredo's words make it clear why El Goyo suggests that Yemanja was crying after Nieves passed in 1980. The reason being that the orisha of the sea had lost in Nieves her most talented and knowledgeable Cuban interpreter. of the song in Spanish are embedded in a collection of cantos, or prayers, to Yemaya, like the one we just heard, a golonao. Researcher Elizabeth Schwal documents in her 2011 article, The Footsteps of Nieves Fresneda, the impression that dancer Alma Guillermo Prieto had after watching Nieves demonstrate Yemaya in a folkloric dance class. Alma wrote, I quote, as the tocadores began to mingle their voices, a gigantic wave seemed to swell through her solar plexus, crouching toward the floor as if a subterranean force had gripped her by the ankles, she began undulating her torso, moving her arms as if they were made of water, shaking the blue skirt in ever broader waves until she herself had become a sea. Inspirar un son 
el Goyo Sings. Nieves, cuando te recuerdo, lejos de sentir dolor, siento un deseo profundo de cantar un guaguancó, o de tocar el bonco para hablarle de Tialecue, de sentarme en un taburete y con mi tres en la mano, inspirar un son cubano como tú me lo enseñaste. Nieves, no puedo llorarte porque tú eres mi tambor. Nieves, when I remember you, instead of feeling sorrow, I feel a deep desire to sing a guaguancó to you, or to play the bonco to tell the cue about you, or to sit on the stool and with the tress in my hands create a Cuban song just like you taught me. Nieves, I cannot cry for you because you are my drum. El Goyo's desire to sing a guaguancó to Nieves is consistent with what Alfredo Ferrin Pacheco told us. He said Nieves was also an accomplished dancer of guaguancó and jambú. In the lyrics, both the bonco and the ecue refer to drums used in abacua ceremonies. The tres is a string instrument characteristic of Cuban song. El Goyo elevates Nieves here by comparing her to his drums. Because he sees her in his drums, he cannot cry her. He can only honor her by playing. El Goyo Sings Te veo en el guionofó de la música rara, en los tambores batá que yo hago hablar con mis manos, en el tumbador, el quinto, en la marimba y el guayo, en la mula, en el cachimbo, en la caja de los congos, en el salidor, la conga, el redoblante y el bombo. I see you in the guionofó of the arara music, in the bata drums that I make speak with my hands, in the tumbador, the quinto, in the marimba and the guayo, in the mula and the cachimbo, in the caja used by the congos, in the salidor, the conga, the redoblante and the bombo. By now you have probably realized that El Goyo is constructing his eulogy based largely on the myriad of instruments that exist in Afro-Cuban folklore. He mentions here the low master drum in Arara music known as Yonofo, the famous hourglass-shaped bata drums of Yoruba tradition, and many other drums including the quinto, the tumbador, the salidor, and the bombo. He also mentions the marimba, also known as marimbula, which makes its sound by vibrating metallic plates, the famous metallic scraper known as guayo, and the three yuca tubular drums of Congo tradition, mula, cachimbo, and caja. El Goyo Sings Nieves, tú eres bongo, cencerro, maraca y clave. Nieves, tú eres la llave con que afino mi tambor. Eres bula, eres premier, eres segón y catá. Tuvo de ti celos añá, 
por ser reina del tambor. No te lloro ni te olvido, porque tú eres mi folclore. Nieves, you are the bongo, cencerro, maraca, and clave. Nieves, you are the key with which I tune my drum. You are bula, you are premier, you are segon, and kata. Anya was jealous of you, because you are the queen of the drum. I neither cry you, nor do I forget you, because you are my folklore. El Goya continues drawing from the deep ocean that is a collection of Afro-Cuban folkloric instruments. He mentions here the bongo drums, the cencerro, which you may know as the cowbell, the maracas, and the quintessential clave. He also lists instruments that reveal the Franco-Haitian heritage in Cuba, that resulted from the colonists that fled to Cuba after the Haitian Revolution, who brought with them the black people they enslaved. These instruments, which are characteristic of the tumba francesa, the French tumba, are the bula, the premier, the segon, and the cata. In the last verses here, El Goya suggests that Anya, the orisha of the drums that resides in the bata drums, was jealous of Nieves because she is the queen of the drum. He then seals his eulogy, underscoring the role of Nieves Fresneda in Cuban folklore in general, and Afro-Cuban folklore in particular, by declaring you are my folklore. And he's not the only one to make such a comparison. Upon her retirement from the National Folkloric Ensemble in 1979, and yes, she was almost 80 years old when she retired from the ensemble, the ethnologist and researcher Miguel Barnett wrote that Nieves Fresneda could deservedly proclaim, I am folklore. To finish our travels through El Goyo's eulogy to Nieves Fresneda, I highlight the following calls in between the curves that we just heard. 
Oye, Nieves Fresneda no ha muerto, ella siempre va a vivir. Nieves, esta rumba tan bonita la compuse para ti. Listen, Nieves Fresneda hasn't died, she will always live. Nieves, I composed this beautiful rumba for you. As you may remember from our interview with Marisol, the institutionalization of Afro-Cuban folklore helped to launch it as a respected professional pursuit. Although it took many years for that respectability to be gained. For instance, in the early years after the revolution, modern dancers at the Cuban National Theater earned three times as much as folkloric dancers. This institutionalization was also part of a strategy by the revolutionary government to create an overarching Cuban identity. In fact, historian Elizabeth Scholl documents that one of the guiding foundational philosophies of the National Folkloric Ensemble was that, I quote, there is no white or black folklore, only Cuban folklore, with African roots in their majority, and then Spanish, Haitian, French, etc. Not only does this principle appear misguided, it was not completely successful. Evidence of this can be found in Schwal's research. While the concept folkloric quickly became synonymous with black, most administrators and choreographers during Nieves' years at the National Folkloric Ensemble were white. In spite of any self-serving political motives that the revolutionary government may have had in letting folkloric dances flourish under its official mantle, Nieves' role in the advancement of Afro-Cuban folklore is unquestionable. And she did more than perform. According to Schwal's research, Nieves, I quote, touched many lives through teaching. She worked not only with professionals from the National Folkloric Ensemble, but also with modern dance and ballet company members, as well as students at the main national art school. Alfredo Ferril Pacheco, one of our sources for this episode, was one of those students. This is what he told us when I asked him what Nieves meant to him. I am the first dancer of the National Folkloric Ensemble in Cuba, he said, and according to both the people and the specialized press, I am Cuba's Shango. I owe it to Nieves Fresneda, Alfredo says, who will continue to be my teacher forever. Let's finish this episode with Nieves' own words relayed in historian Elizabeth Schwal's research. I quote, I feel what I do, Nieves said, what I have lived. I feel art because you have to feel it. And referring to the long road folkloric dance and the National Folkloric Ensemble have traveled, she said, I quote again, we learn to dance in parties in the slums or through familial tradition. And now look at what el folclorico has become. being here with me today. If you weren't listening, now you are.